this is the Night Elves Disc Golf Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm JP. And I spelled that wrong. JP? No. Oh. Resume. Oh, yeah. Re- I put resume. Re- re- I didn't even have the S in there. That's even worse. <laughs> anyway. So, this is the Night Elves Disc Golf Podcast. And happy anniversary, JP. Happy anniversary to us. This is number one. Year. Year one. Year one. Yeah. Year one. There might be imposters out there, but we are the originals. Mm-hmm. Little hint. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're they're not called Night Owls Disc Golf Podcast, but they are called Night Owls. They're called Night Owls Disc Golf Video Podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's their name. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. If you folks know where I'm talking about, you can just politely let them know that we were here well before they were, and yeah. uh, <laughs> but. We'll do it nicely. So social media is door underscore disc underscore golf, night underscore owls underscore pod, and doordisc.com. And I am going to uh, start reminding you, YouTube is doordisc golf. We are going to start flooding all of our audio episodes onto YouTube, and then we are going to start streaming really, really soon. Yeah. So we're setting a target date of 25th, and I think we officially got it worked out. I have stuff ordered. Awesome. So hopefully. <laughs> okay, we have it worked out, but hopefully it's going to happen. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, but it's coming up. So we figured one year anniversary, let's get serious about this yeah. thing finally. Clear your Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get to see our beautiful faces. Yeah. Pick the kids up from after school church or whatever it is, and then just right. plant yourself down and watch. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we'll, we'll give the earmuff warning. Yeah. Maybe. Probably yeah. not. We're not vulgar. No, we're not. Not well. You, I'm not. You are. Oh, you see. (laughs) (laughs) So, with the happy anniversary, just want to say thank you to everybody out there that listens to us and continues to listen to us, even though we're absurd, we're ridiculous. But I have a lot of fun with it. Absolutely, it's been a ton of fun. Yeah, it was stressful the first couple episodes, mm -hmm. but after that, it got to be a breeze. And yeah, yeah. Well, unlike the. I, everybody, I mean, you go to any episode, any podcast, you go to their first like 10 to 15 episodes, you can kind of hear their shakiness. Mm-hmm. Definitely true with us. Oh, absolutely. That's for sure. Um, but I think now it's, I mean, other than like four episodes ago, for some reason, I was randomly nervous with it okay. <laughs> when we started. I don't remember what that was about. <laughs> but outside of that, it's just been fun. I enjoy it. Um, so 16, over 16,000 plays. Yeah. Which is fantastic for us that there's actually sixteen thousand times that someone wanted to listen to our voice, and only about I don't know maybe nine or ten of that is mine listening to it. So <laughs> doing pretty good. Um, Ninety three episodes total in one year. Yeah, That's, I mean that includes our Monday, our shorter Monday yeah, episodes, which we Mondays. haven't done in a while, but they'll be no, picking no. Them back up later. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about. Like even tonight, I mean, we'll have plenty of time to cover. Yeah. But there's not a lot of topics right now. No, there really isn't. So, um, so four thousand over four thousand minutes of play that you can listen to, and we are aired in eighteen different countries. Yeah, it's pretty. You know what's crazy is the other day I was looking at our. It breaks down um, in anchor the percentages for each country mm-hmm, that listen. Mm-hmm. United States was at like ninety-one percent, and then Canada, and then Norway and Sweden. We dropped, United States dropped to 90. So that means other countries like somewhere had like picked us up a little. Yes. Had, like uptake. I was like, yeah. Well, oh. when we saw the uptake in our plays and everything. Yeah. And then do you remember getting the, the, uh, 
we were in the top. We were the top ten in Zambia. Isn't that where we're sports podcast? There was something. What country was it? I don't remember. It was real early. Yeah, I mean, not like crazy early, but you Mm -hmm. texted or emailed it to me. I was like, okay, interesting. Yeah, like we charted somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. it it was legit too. I was like, wow, okay. Wonder how that happened. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we just got to say thank you. I mean, honestly, like bottom of our hearts, I really enjoy this. I think it's fun, and I never assumed that that many people would want to listen to my voice. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I mean, not once we're on camera, I understand why everybody wants to watch. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You get that? No, but um, yeah, it's just wild to think that a year ago, like when we had the meeting with Bobby mm-hmm. talking about how we were going to go about this, and our original goal was kind of to do something along the lines of what Paige and Joe were doing with their podcast uh-huh. of having, like, having people on that are kind of lesser known heroes and then we kind of evolved from there into just kind of being news and banter and just fun stuff. Right. And that's perfectly fine. But we had to come up with 30 topics. That was our original goal. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of jotting stuff down in a notebook, <laughs> trying to see what 30 topics we could come up with. Yep. And initially we got through a few of them and we, or we worked them into episodes. And from there, we just kind of took off and like, okay, what, what can we talk about? What can we do? Right. And then it just evolved. And I'm thinking of, you know, like our little, my little black notebook that I have. I, uh, yeah, like you said, we maybe got through 15 of them or something like something that. Something like at that. At most. Yeah. And then we just kind of, and then it just went for us, which was good. I mean, the struggles that I think I've had the most is just trying to figure topics out. Yeah. Relevant topics. Topics that are fun, but also, I guess, like I said, relevant and apt to what is going on in the disc golf. Exactly. Um, And something that's not going to piss everybody off. We've broached those topics quite a few times, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I'm I'm okay with it because we're not saying anybody's wrong or not. It's just, it is what it is. We're just talking about them. And if we give our opinion, it is, you don't like our opinion, you don't like our opinion, we'll just move on. We probably won't talk about it again. (laughs) (laughs) You know that... um, guy that was emailing us or like messaging us for a while. I just, I reached out to him the other day mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey man, haven't heard from you in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you're doing okay. Happy new year. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm you know busy doing stuff. Happy new year to you guys. Oh good. Good. Yeah. So I was just reaching through the channels just to see if everything's okay. Yeah, I hadn't heard yeah. from him for a while. And that's good. And I reached out that we had a couple others that were doing through email and I've reached out to him too. And I haven't heard back actually from the one that was with the transgender mm-hmm. stuff. I haven't heard back from him, but I'm sure he's out there. I'm sure he's doing fine. But it was just one of those things that I was like, well, I probably said something that maybe he didn't agree with. And it is what it is. But if not, I mean, hey, hit us back up. Like I said, we like having these conversations. Yeah. Um, so I guess with that, anything else to be said? You know, I had something else I was going to say, but maybe I'll think of it by the end of the episode. That sounds good. Yep. Um, so the transition of, no, there's no transition, but the progression of what we're going to do with the podcast. Right. So what we have done is we are going to add, and I'm throwing up air quotes, a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ben Kowalski, who is the individual that we have referenced a few times. He's been on here once. Um, Twice. He, Twice. Oh, twice. He has been twice. You're right. Um, He is going to um, join us full time Mm -hmm. as of the 25th is what we're shooting for. And that's part of because we're, you know, two old guys. Yeah. (laughs) He's a fairly young guy that. 
Maybe he's you guys little, can relate to him a little bit. <laughs> exactly. And uh, he's a little more tech savvy, so we're kind of putting the responsibility on him to get this thing on YouTube. Yeah. So we got uh, we got the uh... – no, he's got it. I, we don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, usually I'll take the audio and do it up. I mean, that part's not hard, but the video thing – yeah, I'm glad I don't have to handle that. Yeah, yeah. And we've tried a couple times. Yeah. Um, and it's just the the amount of data that needs to be transferred because Ben does not live up here. Mm-hmm. Um, the data amount of data that needs to be transferred. But I think we found an appropriate way to work around that. So hopefully everything will work out. We'll do some tests probably next week and then officially go where you see our pretty faces. Yep. But it won't change this podcast at all. So this will still be here in the way that it is. But we might say, hey, look at this one time, and you're not going to be able to see it. Oh, well. Yeah. Unless you go to YouTube. True. So, okay. Um, all right. So we're excited about that. We're excited about the transition. And uh, another thing to mention about uh, Ben, the very first PDGA B-tier event in Green Bay, Wisconsin, is going to happen on the 29th of April, Clash at the Creek. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. So... The sign-up will start. So if you're local to the Wisconsin area, sign-up will start. It is a B-tier. Um, we are up to – we've crested the $600 mark for added cash. Mm-hmm. So we are getting pretty big there. Um, we have a couple large um, sponsorships that are in the works at the present moment. Ben's yeah. handling all of that stuff. Um, and then I am working with another potentially large sponsorship. So – we should be getting cool. pretty darn big. So, I told him we'd sponsor a couple holes. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> Sounds like, good to me. He's like, give Shane the money. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> you're the TD. Like, <laughs> yeah. why am I not? Well, I'm, I'm the... Financial. <laughs> yeah, I'm the moral support financial backer. Okay, like, kind of the operational back end. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of tells me what to do, and I say, sounds good. So right. Two thumbs up and say, I got you. Yeah. So, um, and, but he's doing all the hard work. So basically, it's just my pretty face. Yeah. Cool, and he's got a he's got a web page, uh, site set up. You know, you can go see. It's got all the information. Uh, mm-hmm. It has a list of a lot of the sponsors, yeah. a lot of breweries, which I was really surprised about. Yes, but that's a good thing. I mean, I think they get think disc golf. I say it's a pretty captive audience. Yeah, and <laughs> and there's also Badger State and Green Bay is running putting league, right? Or that's where it's being held. Yep. I should say every Monday. Every Monday. Yeah. yeah, from this coming Monday until I think it's six Mondays in a row, something like that. So, so five or six. So I don't know if it started this week or does it start the ninth. Uh, starts the ninth. Ninth. Okay. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's yeah, coming Monday. Like this. Yeah, yep. this coming Monday. So it starts the ninth, and then we will. Yeah, and then uh, and I will be there every Monday. I'm committing to every single Monday. I'll be there um, with boxes of discs and my pretty face, and I'll actually participate. Hopefully, and this week it'll be me and Caden that'll go down. Nice. And then we'll try to get a bunch of people, but yeah, I'll be there every week. So hopefully, um, like one of these Mondays. Well. Oh, man. Maisie's got dance class and Melissa's got volleyball. So it's going to be tar- hard for me to be able to get down there, but I'd like to. We could maybe do podcasts down there. Oh, boy. Record a podcast at Putting League and put it out as one of our Mondays. Oh, man. I was going to say that's a lot of all the banging chains in the background <laughs> yeah, and <yeah>. stuff. <laughs> we'll just give the, give the caveat that this isn't going to be great audio. Yeah. But all right. Um, yeah. So all those exciting things happening and they're all coming up and there's Glow League. In, on Wednesday night down in the southern door. Yeah. So, which is awesome. So, yeah, it's all coming along. So, winter disc golf in Wisconsin is real and it's been super, super nice out. Up until today. Yeah, today was a little nasty, but 
Hopefully we don't get a bunch of snow. It didn't look like too much. I saw somebody either throwing down salt or plowing. I was like, there's hardly anything down right now. <laughs> like, what the what the heck is going on? He needed on? some money. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. So, all right. Could you have too many jobs on a resume? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Explain it. Um, well, I know for a fact, I haven't had to fill out a resume in about 10 years, <laughs> but they always say to put down... Um, probably your last two to three jobs or nothing beyond the 10 to 15 year mark mm-hmm. and only put down jobs that you could see as being viable to what you're going to be um, applying for. So like, Oh, be relevant. To what yeah, you're applying for. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, something that, you know, you can say, Oh, these values I can find, you know, from working at this job to, um, apply to your future job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go to a job and be like, yeah, I uh, washed dishes at 13 at this place <laughs> for like minimum wage back exactly. in the day. And then I moved up to being a, a prep cook when I was 18 and then a line cook. And, you know, mm-hmm. or <laughs> I worked at a bookstore. <laughs> like, I mean, just all your random jobs before your professional jobs. Like if you work yep. in the professional, if you have a professional job, like any you probably don't want to put just some random jobs. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because um, I am a Myers-Briggs facilitator. Um, and in that application process, being that it's a psychological test, mm-hmm. um, in that um, application to become a facilitator, it's it's incredible the background that they want. Really? And it is like your last seven jobs. And seven? It's, it's something really goofy like that. Are they trying to psychologically find out? Like, Well, right. What's and going then, on with you? And then it's like, we need your educational history. We need like all the... Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's But all this basic. stuff, like they want you to go all the way back to like elementary school. And oh. I'm like, dude, I went to like eight different elementary schools. <laughs> like, where do you want me to stop? Yeah. It's and not they my problem. To, my parents moved around a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, and then they want your residence from, I don't know, like... It was something like, I don't know, the last seven residents or something, mm. or like five. I keep saying seven, but it was like the last five residents. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like I've lived so many places. <laughs> and I mean, I lived in like five different residence hall rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're moving and you own, you know, if you're moving from house to house that you own, mm-hmm. I don't see that, that as a big deal. But if it's uh, apartment complexes where they could go yeah. and talk to your landlord and ask about how you were as a tenant or if you caused any problems, that's yeah. probably what they're looking for. Yeah. And I would assume that. But, you know, there was even all these places where we lived for like two months. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were just kind of hopping around okay. between places. It was just like, oh my goodness, you are asking for a lot. I mean, it took me forever. Oh, you, no, and no, I apologize. I think I'm going to be so. That was when I was applying for a Chick-fil-A franchise. That was even oh. more nuts. That was even more nuts. That was crazy. Um, so, but with that being said, how do you feel when I ask that question, can you have too many jobs on your resume? How do you where do you think I'm going when in the relation with disc golf? Oh. You're talking about Nate Heinold? Oh uh, no. No? Okay. No. I'm talking more player centric. Oh, player centric. Uh-huh. Um like Nico, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little warmer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's one of those things where I don't think it's a bad thing. I think 
people know, obviously Ricky has bounced a lot around a lot in mm-hmm. his career. Page, Page, um, Pierce has bounced around until now in her career quite a bit as well. Um, and it's not necessarily because of problems, although with Dee Dee at towards the end, maybe that she had a problem with. It also. sounds like the more and more I hear conversations, it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just one of those things where people are always going to be hyper aware of where players have been and where mm-hmm. they're going and just knowing the worth of what they want and stuff like that. I don't see it as a problem. Like that's always okay. going to, that's always going to follow them. Okay. Cause see, I, don't, I don't think you have ever have to, you're not ever like applying to be with the team. They're just reaching out and like, they might just ask you, well, how, how do you feel about your situation with such and such mm-hmm. company that you were with or, you know, I don't know. But don't you think that there is a wariness of spending money and contract links with individuals that is that are known to jump around? Well, I think that's why you're seeing one of your contracts more and more. I think so too. I yeah. think so too. Because, um, I mean, look at Lone Star, all their deals right now. One-year deals, mm-hmm. where it allows them to reevaluate and possibly, you know, renegotiate and resign people mm-hmm. after each year. You know, that way you can judge what they're worth and what they're, you know, what you want to spend. Yeah. Um, Innova was doing that, but now it seems like they are offering out bigger extensions. You know, with Calvin and Anna and Evelina just signed three-year extensions, and there's a couple two-year extensions. So, right. Um, I mean, players. Some are getting locked in longer. Some are just doing that one year, you know, getting those one years. Yeah. Well, and even some of them, and this is kind of off topic a little bit, but even some of them, it doesn't matter how long they sign for, they just move on anyways. Right. I mean, so I guess what do the contracts mean? But, you know, I look at it, if I was a large sponsor and committing tens of thousands of dollars to these players in a year, plus, you know, marketing time, plus vehicles, Mm -hmm. plus travel, plus blah, 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 I would want to make sure that I'm making my money back. Right? Sure. So would I sooner sponsor or, yeah, sponsor a Nico or would I sooner sponsor a paid shoe? Mm, that's what you're saying. You um, know what I mean? Well, so right. where's the desirability there for? Well, it comes to who can move discs. Yeah, of course. Right? Of course. Like that's the way you're making your money back is yeah. by... Because um, I'd take Paul Macbeth for one month if... Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think that ultimately on the back end, that's how you're going to get your money. I mean, you mm-hmm. can market the players, have your have your company's name on the back of shirts or you know on the sides of their vans or whatever. But yeah. until you're moving that plastic to be able to put them out on the road and give them everything they need and still come back and mm-hmm. make money, that's what it's all about. Right. Well, and the name of the game is honestly minimizing your risk. Yeah. Because as a business, you're going to be putting out that money and you want to minimize that risk of losing that money um, as much as you possibly can. So you have to mitigate that. And in my humble opinion, at one point or another, there will be a point, there will be a a line that players will cross when they jump too many times. Sure. And I think that will make them less valuable and less desirable in the future with future endorsements and sponsorships. Okay, I can kind of see that. But... So let's say, let's say one manufacturer isn't going to give them what they want. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't they just jump to an open bag then and maybe do what Eric Oakley's doing? And he's like, hey, I represent you for, 
you know, this company a little bit, represent that company a little bit. And then he's got yep. the infinite situation where he's mm-hmm. just kind of hustling and moving product for all right. these companies and getting his name out there along with their name out there. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's more than appropriate. And that puts the risk on the player, not on the manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the thing that I think is going to start happening more and more. I think Drew Gibson set that bar. And I think people are just elevating that bar, you know, day after day when mm-hmm. it comes to that. And honestly, I think that is the future of where disc golf is going as far as sponsorships and endorsements go. Um, but I don't think it's there yet. You know, I think because it, it will shadow as much as we hate to say this in the disc golf community. I think people are getting more and more used to it now. But we do shadow the PGA in how things are working as far as and when I say PDGA, not the tour, just kind of overall golf. Sure. Um, we shadow them in their sponsorships and things like that. Yeah. And who was it? I think it was PDJ Radio that brought this up where I was listening to him. And he kind of brought up the age of golf. We're kind of like back in the Jack Nichols, Nicholas days. And, you know, those guys where they were kind of not making the money that they should have been making. But there were some people coming on to tour at that point were starting to be able to kind of relax with the money that they were getting. And now, of course, it's a completely different game. Mm-hmm. If you make the tour, you're great. You're yeah. golden. You know, you're making money. Right. And I think we're in that transition stage right now with disc golf. I, I completely wholeheartedly agree with what he said. And I think with this, I think these players right now are hopping around because they see the dollar signs. Yeah. I get that. I understand. You got to do what's best for you. But there is a point where you become less desirable by a potential endorser or sponsor because of the way you move around. Because if I'm going to invest money into you, I want that money back before you move on. Yeah. And if I can't trust that I'm going to get that money back, why would I endorse you? That's a good point. You know? Yeah. Unless you're a risk taker. You know, like LSD basically said, I'm taking a risk on Nico. Yeah. They're going to be my big dog. and mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I'm i surprised we haven't heard more people going towards the open bag route. I agree. Right now, you know? I agree. Um, just because of the situation where they can kind of pick and choose and push whatever plastic they want or yeah. get their names on stuff and do it that way. The the thing is, is I don't think manufacturers are quite ready to do that yet. Yeah. They want my entire bag in there because they're not pushing like I have the best putters, I have the best blah, blah, yeah. blah. You but, know? but even, well, from what I've heard with, from Lone Star, and that's just from Ben and, you know, people on the Ranger team is they're going to have to carry... Was it 90%? 90. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, depending on how many discs you have in your bag, that could be a lot or right. not so much. So, you're still filling those slots with other companies potentially, mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. could just use them all. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's even like Thought Space is a 50 50 team yeah. right now. You know, right. there's, there's stuff like I'm that. I'm sure Clash will be that way. Yeah. I'm you sure. Know, they have maybe 10 molds, or I don't know how many molds they have, but right. it's yeah. not a full lineup. No, no. And Lone Star will have a full lineup by the end of this year. I don't know. It sounds like they're not going to push out as much plastic as they did last year. I mean, they'll still push out quite a few discs, but I don't think yeah. it's going to be like the 20 some molds that they. Well, Josh, Josh had said that they were going to do another 12 molds okay. when we talked to him. Oh, yeah. I thought there was an additional 12 molds yeah, that they were going to try to push out be. this year. Now, that may have changed with the direction of what they're doing yeah. with their team and sponsorships. I mean, maybe that money's not there anymore, but I would I would assume they would. You yeah. Know? Um, I'm curious when Nico's line will come out as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Airborne? Uh, I don't know what that's called. No. No. Sacred? 
Airborne's uh, Kale. Kale's, yeah, that's right. But yeah, I think it's called Sacred Discs. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, Flight Club was his is his clothing line. Yeah, Flight that's Club's a clothing line. Of. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so caution if there's any pros that out there listen, just be careful, you know, because as a business owner, if someone walks into my camp and he's one of the most talented people in the world and he says, I want a job, but he's had 50 other jobs in the last however many years, I'm going to hesitate. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I don't see why that would be any different for endorsing or sponsoring. Sure. In my humble opinion. So speaking of endorsing and sponsoring, we'll move on a little bit. How about, uh, um, um, oh my goodness, <laughs> Madison, Haley, uh, oh boy, redhead, tall, um, disc golfer, <laughs> Haley King. the model. Oh, um, Holly Finley. Holly Finley. How about oh, her selling her body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not selling her body, but <laughs> selling, well, pretty much. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> that sounds really bad. It does. It does. Get out on the road and selling your body. No, um, that's a very interesting. So if you didn't, she's on, I found this on Instagram the other day. She mm-hmm. is basically selling ad space. It's like on her clothing. On her clothing. It was 6,000, there's uh, gold and silver uh, levels. It was 9,000. And six thousand dollars, I think, for the different levels, and this is to cover fuel costs and costs mm-hmm. around the road. But she basically said, you know, how much coverage she's on. She does um, commentary, you know, and your name and sponsor, mm-hmm. your logo will obviously be seen. Pretty smart on her end, and then I, agree. I think it. The I don't know if because Ben was telling me what he, you know with his situation with work was before he moved to his new. A job with, but that's magnitudes different. Oh, it is. It I is. mean, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, it's tough to know if that's a fair price, but it seems like it would be. Um, so I can be in every single production of DGPT for less or about the same amount of money, right? And there's no guarantee. I mean, she will obviously, even if she's not on a broadcast, mm-hmm. her name will still be out there, and you know, people will see it at tournaments. But I think global, <laughs> you know, wider uh, consumption, like mm-hmm. being on on production, will boost it as well. Right, right. But there's not that guarantee that she'll ever be on that. No, it, you know, and it's hard because um, this is going to be a hard truth, but a truth. It's also on an FPO's back. Yeah. That coverage is just not viewed as much. True. Um, plus, <laughs> it's on a FPO player's back that has a likelihood of every tournament she's in not being on lead card. Yeah. And when you're only getting one to two cards of coverage, the likelihood of her being on camera, pretty slim. Yeah. Pretty slim. That's true. Now, on-site spectating, you'll see it. mm but what's the guarantee that my logo is going to get airtime? Yeah. Like if we put the Night Elves Call podcast logo on her back, what's the likelihood of that actually being guaranteed? Yeah. And do I get money back if it's not, if it doesn't get a certain amount of airtime? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but good for her. Now that I'm done criticizing <laughs> her, I think it's a great move. I really do. Because there will be people that will take it, that will see value in it, and hopefully get value mm-hmm. in it. Um, it's smart. Nobody else has done it. Right. Yeah. Well, 
nobody has has blatantly asked for it. Right. Exactly. Is what it is. I'm sure, you know, any other person like we brought up Thunderbird Bar before, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, Page was a spot or sponsored by that or whatever it is. I don't yeah. know what the situation. Birdie Fuel Coffee. Or, yeah. 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 Um, they seem to be doing pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, there's always that risk of planting that money and then mm-hmm. not seeing a return. Right. Right. And I can see things like craft jerky, like double G's and yeah. things like that, pulling it up like uh, DG Max Wax, who knows, mm-hmm. you know, those people like that, that might, because they're not really worried about the airtime because they got a pretty good one. It's just that reminder. It's like a bullet. It's like a billboard on the highway. Sure. We're not like the Cracker Barrel billboards, you know. We're not trying to get new customers. We're just trying to remind you, hey, I got seven more coming up in the next five miles. So (laughs) make sure you pull over, you know. Um, So I like it. I mean, good job. Good job. So, um, all right. Throw a hanger or flipper. What'd you buy? I have not bought anything. Me either. Me either. It's been a slow week for me. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a slow slow week. I mean, I should probably... place my Grimex that I tossed in a tree. <laughs> that was nuts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So she, we went and played Silver Creek Monday, mm-hmm. and we were on the last hole. There's 36 holes, but we didn't play all 36. And I was trying to throw this big Anheuser, sweeping Anheuser. The hole's fairly straight. There's some uh, parking lot or road off to the right. That's OB. And there's a huge tree. And I threw my Grimax... And it clipped a branch and went up and then came down and landed upside down in a bird's nest in, like, <laughs> the crook. It, yeah. it was one of the most bizarre shots I've ever thrown. Yeah. And you were really off your line, too. Not yeah. really. I mean, you were high and out to the right. Yeah, I was probably more – I was higher than I yeah. wanted to be for sure. But, yeah. Because <laughs> it was at least – 40 feet in the air like that yeah where it hit and, well, and I, then it like went off the two like so there's like a like you imagine three branches sticking up and right in the center of it is of those three branches coming from like a crotch of a tree there was that yeah. um nest and just like right on top of that nest right, right. <laughs> just wild yeah well we, i didn't know i was like how did it stop both you and i were just yeah and then when i was going around to the other side i looked up and i was like it's a nest you could just see the edge of the nest yeah. sticking out yeah and there was, I, I mean, I didn't have a quick stick or anything, but it was way higher oh, than I way could higher. ever agree. I could have stood on your shoulders and still <laughs> would have never gotten to it. It was nuts. Yeah. But yeah, so it's up there. So Silver Creek Hole, that would be 18 DGPT, right? No, no, no. Mm, Four? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. No. It's, it's the one as soon as you come into the main parking lot. It's just on your left-hand side there, yeah. like on the road. Yeah. So, yeah, it's up in that tree right the off the tee basket plays down into that little field. Like, mm-hmm. there's some guardian trees, and then goes down, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so there you go. There's a Grimex in the top of that tree, like, mm-hmm. way up there. Way up there. And, and there's no wind that's going to bring that down. Probably not. The only thing that's going to bring it down is when they put some eggs on it, and the mom knocks it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the only thing I bought was just some cables for the podcast. Yeah. That was it. So, it's not really disc golf related, but... Mm-hmm. Kind of. Kind of. Like adjacent-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be important in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right. Um, so, do our preview real quick. Basically, what we got is our player speculation, random question, and then we'll give some shop updates. Player speculation will probably take up a good portion of time. Um, and then we have that random question, and this was a good one, so stick around for that one. And then shop updates. So, before we – actually, I'm going to kind of move the shop updates up. So, 
15% off until Sunday the 8th mm-hmm. at midnight on everything in our shop. Doesn't matter. Either you come in Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or um, order online, 15% off. If you want to hear about these deals sooner, you can do it through our um, email list, and I send them out on Monday, and then I introduce them to the public on Wednesday, and then you'll hear them on the podcast Friday. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know sooner, by Monday, and you get a whole week to act on these things and get a little jump start, just join our email list, and we will send those things out to you. And I'm not... I'm not uh, obnoxious with the emails. You maybe get one every couple weeks. Yeah. You know, with these sales that I'm going to be doing for the next couple weeks, I'll probably give you two every every week. But after that, it's one every couple weeks. I don't I don't go obnoxious with them. Um, but outside of that, we'll get into player speculation. So contracts we already know. So Kyle Klein four years, Calvin Heinberg five years, Nico is now with LSD for one year. Paige Shu is leaving DD. We know that. We don't know where she's going. There is some speculation. We'll get back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Emerson Keith is confirmed to Lone Star for one year. AB is leaving Innova or has left Innova. Um, Safeway he is gone. Um, Maria Oliva left Innova for Thought Space Athletics. Lisa Fakus is with Lone Star after leaving Innova. Stacy Ronsley has left Innova for Castaplast. Uh, James Proctor left Innova for Thought Space. Um, Erica Stitchcomb left Westside for Clash. Scott Withers leaving Discraft for Clash. Uh, Thomas Gilbert leaves Prodigy for Thought Space. Deanne and AJ Carey left Innova for Lone Star. Gavin Babcock left Prodigy. Don't know where he's going yet. Uh, Robert Bridge left Innova for Lone Star Disc and rumored to have thrown a Mockingbird 500 feet or 400 and some feet. Well, it was over 500. <laughs> was yeah. it over 500? Yeah. There you go. Um, and Eric Oakley is, in addition to his infinite sponsorship, is with Clash now. Yeah. Yeah, he, so. knows he was on the team. And then like a couple of hours later, I think he signed it, announced his extension with um, Infinite. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing too is when... He, it, it wasn't Clash who had put out the team, um, announced the team. He like put it up on his Instagram, like uh, everybody was on the team. And some mm-hmm. of those people hadn't even announced yet that they were with Clash. Yep. I was like looking at it, I was like, oh, Erica Stinchcomb. She did not announce yet that she was with Clash. Well, and I think Bobby put it out. He shared it immediately. Oh, okay. And then. Okay. Yeah. That's what happened. Because I was like. Yeah, some of these people haven't even announced that they're on the team right, yet. Right. So, well, and I guess that's a player move. There you go. Or that's a, it's a sponsorship move. Bobby is officially with Clash now. Yeah. So he is um, kind of their North American North rep. American ambassador. Yeah. Well, I guess um, I'm not sure exactly what the official title is, but he mm-hmm. is officially working with them now. So, um, yeah. So that's that. So before we get to the rest of them that we have on the list, the new ones, and we didn't get everything. We we're just kind of gonna hit the ones that we feel are um, worth talking about for the most part sure. or mentioning um, because there's so many. Because there's a bunch of extensions and things yeah. like that. Like we're just Innova, anybody that it. was left on the Innova roster pretty much signed an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Freeman moved up to the star team. I think Emily Beach got moved up to the champion team. Team don't champion. Know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's a couple of people that made some moves inside the. Yeah. Like Jen so, Allen got re signed. Yeah. Someone that got re signed, um, Bradley Williams mm-hmm. re signed mm-hmm. at one year extension. And he, 
sign and, and talked about him. He's going to be able to travel over to Europe for the European swing, which he didn't do last year. And he's dating someone who's on Lufka. Yeah. Lefty. Lucky. Or yeah. Whatever. Lucky yeah. or whatever her name is. Yep. And so, um, you know, he won the preserve last year. I thought maybe he'd get moved up to star team. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. There's some history between him well, and Nineveh. Yeah. <laughs> some of the stuff. So, um, and speaking of European tour, Paul Macbeth announces he's going to be over there for seven weeks and actually yeah. join the Euro Tour, yeah. which is huge for the Euro Tour, I think. Yeah, I just saw a schedule the other yeah. day. I mean, he's spending a long time over there, which is great. I think it's fantastic. Finally, a a pro puts their money where their mouth is. You know, yeah. everybody complains, like, we should do more over the world, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, going to make it happen. Yeah. You know, like he is a man that is of action. And when he speaks, like it's worth listening to. Because yeah. he, he he's not all over. He doesn't, uh, you know, add to the rumor mills or anything like that. So, I really respect the way he goes about yeah. things. I don't. I saw Ricky had put out his um, schedule today, and he's hitting up like Sula in the European Championships, but he's not doing anything yeah. extensive. Um, he's doing what most right people go over there and I'm for. Pretty sure he's probably trying to get that. DGPT points championship again. Uh-huh. So. Oh, we should talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll take a break. PDGA, step up your game again. Like seriously, Paige Pierce and Paul Macbeth. Well, I mean, I get Paul. I don't. No? Ricky by far. Yeah, but it's not based on... I get it. I Yeah, I but it, someone else that brought this point up as well is that the DGPT is essentially a tour extension of the PDGA, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but yet they have two different point systems. Right. And I don't know. That's kind of crazy. So I get, so rightfully, rightful winners. You can't argue the point space for the PDGA. Um, you can't argue those, but the smell test, it doesn't pass. No. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, because... Paul Macbeth was not the best player this year. No. And on the FPL side, Paige Pierce was definitely not the best player this year. No. Why? You know? I mean, good for them. Like, I'm not... Well, I mean... But... Majors. <laughs> right. That's the big sticking point is the weight, the weighted points of the majors. Right. So the PDJ is waiting. And it, it makes sense. I get it. But it just, like I said, it doesn't feel right to me. I know. It doesn't. Um... PDGA is waiting their events over the Disc Golf Pro Tour mm-hmm. um, events. So the Disc Golf Pro Tour events, most of them are worth either 60 or 25 points, comparably speaking to their majors, which are worth 100 points. Yep. So you could sweep the Disc Golf Pro Tour, but win the four majors and still be the player of the year. Potentially, you know, yeah. yeah. It'd be hard. Yeah, it'd but, be still be hard. But, but, but those, yeah. Yeah. So what the PDGA does is rewards <clears throat> playing, yeah, not the player, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So in reality, it's kind of like the Katrina thing. You know, Katrina's a grinder, and that's yeah. how she won it so many exactly. years in a row. Exactly. And what they're doing is they're rewarding the people that play their events. Mm-hmm. That's plain and simple what that award is. So what that means, in my humble opinion, I... I would give the Disc Golf Pro Tour Player of the Year more credence than the um, PDGA. PDGA Player yeah. of the Year. Because well, I was trying to think about it too, you know, because Kristen missed a couple of events, but yeah. yet she placed podium every DGPT event. 
Yeah. And I was like, well. And we did the side-by-side comparison. We did. Yeah. And Christina is on top every every single time. Yeah. And I was like, well, what if you did a weighted points or an average points? Like, average, po- like, you know, um, this person averaged this many points per tournament. And then, you know, even if you miss tournaments, you can still kind of come up ahead mm-hmm. based upon your average. But that's not fair, I guess, to not touring as much because you know but you'd have to play so many events to even qualify i don't know if that's the right way to do it i think just the eye test thing is the way to go yeah because you know it's not an mvp i understand that i mean we're not looking at an mvp race what we're looking at is a player race so this is actually people it's like it would be like the cy young or something like that sure you know so it's not based on popular opinion it's based on performance so but even still in any rubric other than the points race for the PDGA, Kristen Tatar is at the top of every right. single one of those. Well, I, Everything. Yeah. I think if you look at, yeah, average finish is what you would go by. Yeah, average that, finish. I mean, you could do average finish. Um, stroke. You could do stroke. Right. You could do, uh, let's see, money earned. You could do, I mean, there's so many things there that the page just doesn't add up. Yeah. I don't know. So, and on the male side, like, yeah, there's a couple categories there where Paul's pushing it above Ricky. But mm-hmm. as far as when you put it out there, like the eye test or the smell test or whatever it is, Ricky's on top every single time. Except for majors. Well, that's it. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's worlds. <laughs> it's things like that. But, you know, and the prestige of worlds, I don't take that away from Paul. Like, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean... But it's kind of funny how Ricky downplayed it after Paul won Worlds. Ricky's like, it's just a tournament. <laughs> and then he turns around and words, wins the disc golf championship, the Pro Tour championship. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, that's something to, to talk about. And I'm like, still just a tournament, homie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like everybody was there. <sighs> it, yeah, that's there weird is a too. cut, but. Yeah. I mean, he won the Tour championship, but then to win the overall points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so anyways, I guess we'll get back to it, but it, it just, I don't know, it sits wrong with me just slightly. I think it sits wrong with most people. I think so. I, yeah, unless you're a diehard page fan, you're like, <laughs> but even then I think you would, they, most people, those people would probably agree mm-hmm. that it was clearly Kristen. Right, yeah. I, I don't know, I just, I don't understand. And it was just simply because she got hurt. Yeah. And that's it. Hurt and sick. Yep. So... It is what it is, but it has been awarded. But then again, who knows? Maybe they'll come back and say that they'll share it. <laughs> yeah, right? That could happen. Because <laughs> it has happened. That's yeah, why. exactly. So for those of you who don't know, it's happened with Paige and Katrina. Was that last year or the year before? Um, Gosh. Or was it 19? No, I think it was last year. Was it last year? Okay, yeah. So where uh, Kristen, I mean, excuse me, Katrina. Uh, Katrina Allen won it outright. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks later, they came back and said, no, 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 we're going to share it between Paige and... Yeah, I don't don't remember what the deal was, but I feel like Paige made a little stink about it. A huge stink, because they were waiting C-tiers. Now C-tiers aren't included in the waiting process, but they were waiting C-tiers. And because Katrina Allen is such a grinder, she had the points over her. And it wasn't by a lot, but she had the points over her. So it was one of those kind of weird things. But all those things are put out in the beginning of the year. They understand it. They know it. So mm-hmm. that's why I can't really – there's really not a lot of weight behind my complaint yeah. because 
this is what it is. This is the parameters. This is how you do it. So if you want to win this thing, go out and get it. Yeah. You know, that's how you do it. But um, there should just be one. There should just be one award. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think if the the PDJ wants to do it, that's fine. But it has a man. It, it holds a lot of weight. But I think it's just simply because that's that. This is we're in that transition right now where the Disc Golf Pro Tour is starting. It is the thing, mm-hmm. the tour right now. And the PDGA is still trying to grasp and hold on to the little relevance it has left outside of being a regulatory authority. Yeah. Um, and as far as a tour, they don't have one anymore. But they're still trying to hold on to them with the majors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I think they'll slowly lose those as well. I think DGPT will slowly start to kind of absorb a lot of that stuff. I can right, that. Rightfully so. Rightfully mm-hmm. so, in my humble opinion. All right, so let's get to the new stuff in player speculation. We're back on track here. Um, Evelina and Henna both re-signed with Innova. I did not think that was going to happen. I didn't either. I thought I thought one of them would leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it would have been, mm-hmm. but it also kind of makes sense that they would both sign, considering they're pretty close, mm-hmm. and they seem to have a really good relationship with Innova. Right. And they're the highest European players on their roster. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I think retaining that is pretty good for Innova. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we had the comment last week about top six moving, going to oh, be yeah. big moves in the top six, both MPO and FPO. Right. <clears throat> so here's the dilemma that we're in now, now that we've said that, mm-hmm. is that Evelyn and Hannah resigned. Katrina has resigned for one year. With DGA, Cat mm-hmm. Merch has resigned with Innova for one year, two years, two years. Yep. Okay, um, Own has resigned. So the only person we have left was Maria, Maria Oliva. No, Valerie Mondahano. Oh, Valerie Mondahano. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Um, I mean, yeah, Paige isn't going anywhere. Katrina, or Kristen's not going anywhere. Yeah, so it's basically we have Paige, Pierce, Kristen, Tatar, and um, Maria Oliva. But Maria Oliva had already left. By the time we had said that, didn't we? Didn't no, no, no. She didn't. She was just after. No, I don't remember. Yeah, but it was right around that time. So Marila Oliva is really our only hope. Valerie, excuse me, Valerie. Why do I keep saying Maria Oliva? I don't know. I don't know because she changed. Well, Anyways. yeah, she did change. So yeah, <clears throat> um, Valerie Mondahano is our only hope. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think she. No, she didn't. I don't know. Anyways, um, so. We may be wrong on the FPO. We might have spoken too soon, but I'm still very confident with the sources that I have that there will be a, depending on what ranking you look at, but at least a top six moving. It's really, well, here's the other thing that's really, top six is really specific. Yeah. Right? Like that's a very specific number. You Mm -hmm. could say a top 10 player Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or a top, why why six? You know, I think I'm using six because I think I've narrowed it down to six simply because that was the number that was floating around. Well, yeah. Because, you know, it it went up. I think it was Trevor Staub that put it up first. Yeah, he had said top six FPO and MPO. But mm -hmm. then those numbers are just too, that's just a too specific number. Because like, sure. Just say, with if you go top ten, 
Mm -hmm. Way more speculation that way. Like everybody, like that's more, you know, top six. It's like you can easily narrow down almost to see like, okay, this person has the potential of moving. This person has, is just going to stay because they signed an extension. But isn't that the fun of it though? Because then what top six lists are you looking at at that point too? So in reality, that could be, that could be 10, 12 different people depending on what list you're looking at. You know, I mean, in my humble opinion, I think top 10 is fine. We could say that. But I like the fun of top six because okay. then it's the speculation and people get pissed off that, well, what's top six mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What does top six mean? Let me know. Because um, I know exactly who it is. The issue is, is I can't say anything. I've been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> so, But I don't think it's a mystery. I think a plenty of people out there know at this point. Silence is deafening. Yeah. And so I just think it's crazy that it is Simon. There's been no, no speculation shooting it down from Discmania MVP or himself. Like there's nothing. Nobody. Nobody's Nobody. nothing. Well, and so if if let's say the because we talk about the Simon MVP move, um, I love that if that is what is happening, that the amount of videos he's putting out right now. Yes. Clad in Discmania, yeah. throwing Discmania, promoting Discmania, promoting Discmania people. Although I want to get to a, a little like Sherlock Holmes incident that I had in one of his videos. Oh, okay. Um, that he's doing a really good job of selling it. If he is yeah. going to MVP, he's like, I'm going to give you everything I have for the next five days. Well, it's really crazy because <laughs> it just seems, I don't know what their media contracts are with it as far as producing things, mm-hmm. but maybe it's all of a sudden like, hey, we got to catch up on some of this stuff and like get <laughs> You it did out. not meet your yeah. quota and you're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it is, it is amazing to me being in on Reddit or Discmania um, pages on Facebook and whatever. The amount of people are like, no way, he's staying. No, he's leaving. Like mm-hmm. it is just back and forth and it's fun to read. I agree. I agree. I, I'm I'm excited to see what the true outcome is. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the true outcome is. Um because I mean it, it also it also could be smoke and mirrors. Like they're doing all this hubbub about um Simon and it's actually Eagle that's leaving. That'd be crazy. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> that would be Eagle goes to MVP. Like that would be cool. There's no um, speculation of that too. Like yeah. 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 I've seen that out there too. Um so with all of that, I've been really intently watching Simon and Eagle's videos just yeah. to see if I could pick anything up, like if they forgot a camera angle or something like that. So the last one when he started with the two young guys against Simon, have you seen that one? Just oh, yeah, I just today? watched it today. Yeah, I was watching. Oh, I, yeah. You remember when he pulled out the Crush Boys CD1 on the last hole? Yeah. What did he say? Oh, I don't remember. Like, I, he said, this will be you guys soon. Oh, Nah. Eh? Well, Is I mean, that they're not young, a passing of the throne right kind there? Kind of, a little bit. <laughs> but they're young enough that maybe eventually they grow into that. Yeah. I don't know. But that's, yeah, why that's can't it be so logical? <laughs> Let's be fun with it. I know. That's a good... I think it's a passing of the throne. Okay. Because that's exactly what he said. He goes, this will be you guys pretty soon. He said it. Yeah. He said, hmm. well, you'll be on here soon. Something like that. He basically said, he completely dismissed himself and said, this will be your spot. So... And the fact is, is that his buddy is on Thought Space. Yeah, Marky Chap. Marky signed, Chap just mm-hmm. signed with Thought Space. Yeah, he's he's going to have a beer coming out with them pretty soon. Right, right. Again. So I am 
super enthusiastic that these rumors are going to be true. But that's all speculation. <laughs> we'll see. And the truth that I may or may not know. <laughs> um, I can't tell. There's one kid on, on Instagram <laughs> lately. He is pressing hard on me. He's like, dude, are you sure he's moving? What's going on? I need to know. Like, uh-huh. what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I'm like, dude, I, I, I can't. I'm not the one with the information, but right. I would expect within the next week or so that something yep. will come out because obviously all-star event is not that far away. Mm-hmm. Things have to get done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. I don't know. And if, uh, you know what I'll do is I'll reach out to my source and I'll see if by some stroke of absolute lunacy, they want to break it on the podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I'll t- why not ask? I mean, what are they going to say? No. Right. Or I have no connection like that. You know, I can't control that. Who the heck are you guys? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, so my source, if you hear this, <laughs> before I get to you, uh, let me know. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. We already talked about Valerie Montejano. We have no clue where she's going. Um, speculation? Mint. Mint, okay. Only because... Mason Ford, is it Mint? <laughs> Mason Ford, potentially. Yeah. They put out a video... I think it was yesterday or today. Um, they had announced like their a big team move uh, video. I think it was yesterday, and then this morning they put out a pretty cool teaser trailer mm-hmm. of uh, him going to duel someone going to duel with the basket, and he's dressed like John Wayne or okay. you know or Clint Eastwood, and he's got the shawl over him, and he whips it off, and it says mint discs on his chest, and he's got the cowboy hat, and you see like. Look, that's Mason the person. Ford said that. No, he didn't say this. Oh, he's doing it against the guy. No, well, the other guy's the basket. Oh, so the basket's I got see. a cowboy hat on top of it. Yeah, like he's going to do with the okay with the basket. Yeah, and right before the video cuts out, you see, the sun's behind him, so it's like it's facing the camera, and you can't like tell who the face is. And it cuts out right before the face comes up, ah. and you just kind of figure it's going to be him. Okay, okay. But then I like I, that. And then I kind of asked. Uh, and I was like, does he have a trusty sidekick? And they just liked it. <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking maybe she's going to sign as well. Valerie's okay. going to sign as well. That, In my humble opinion, I would be a bit disappointed. I'd be happy for Mint, but I don't know. Like, I just, I want to see her get the recognition she deserves by one of these large yeah. manufacturers. But I think that's kind of what Dee Dee was trying to do, was like validate her last year. I feel like Dee Dee did it reactionary. I think they, <laughs> I've said this on, and this is a maybe earmuffs moment, but I think they blew their wad on Kona. Yeah. And I didn't think they, I don't think they had anything left. And wad of cash, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't think they had <laughs> anything left for Valerie. True. Um, and I think, and it they re upped Macy. Yeah. And it, I, I think it's just a, very unfortunate situation for DD because I think if they kind of step back, they're kicking themselves. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe not. You know, maybe they're still super enthusiastic about Kona. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, in terms of social media presence, yes, they're thrilled with her. Sure. Sure. I'm yeah. Sure. We went through it. We looked. Yeah. And I think she basically has the largest following. Mm-hmm. Her and um, Paige. Yeah. Paige Pierce. But Paige, even, she was even a bit larger than Paige Pierce. 
Yeah, by like 10,000, I think, mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. It's pretty wild. Yep. And I think she will continue to grow. I mean, because I think she has a social media presence that people like, you know, and I won't go yeah. into details or any further. Oh, I mean, she's putting stuff out every day, her right. and Colton. She's very consistent with what she yeah. has. The growth is there. So, um, <clears throat> so, um, so Mason most likely to mint uh, based off of that. And Valerie assume mint, but I'm I, hoping for something bigger for I, her. I am too. I think it'd be nice to see her with maybe Discraft with Alexis there. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm, but when did she? No, they were both at Innova, weren't they? Yeah, they were both they at were Innova there. for a while. And then Alexis went to Discraft and mm-hmm. Valerie stayed at Innova. And right. And she moved. But, you know, and they, her Mason, they all tour together. They're mm-hmm. all on the same bus. They all have a big RV or whatever. Yeah. But it just seems like Mason and Valerie, wherever they're moving, they're always moving together. Yep. Like, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, they're a thing. They're an yeah. item. So, you know, I, I get it. I mean, it's like AJ and Deanne Carey. I mean. You know, you just, they're kind of a package deal. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Um, let's see. Brody Smith. Let's talk about him. So Brody Smith. Um, hey. Um, had a, a post that kind of teased a bunch of different manufacturers. Because technically right. he's out of contract Technically right he now. is. And supposedly he has a something coming up. Yeah, he teased that on debate night last night and on the podcast this morning when it was released. I didn't watch it last night. So in the background, you can see a whole plethora of manufacturers and a box from DD. Right. So the only thing that I will say about that post is that when I was looking at it, I was just like, well, who liked it? Discraft liked it. Yeah, they did. So I don't know. I mean, right. and, and I think Hunter said that he's joined, he's officially becoming like a hundred percent of the foundation. Like he's going to be working and kind of slow down his touring schedule and do that huh. on a more full-time basis from what I'm understanding. Okay. And he, he kind of made reference to that on one of the podcasts. I don't remember which one it mm-hmm. was because I have like 95 of them. So, yeah. um, but he made mention to that, so I'm sure that's going to be a portion of his announcement. I could see that. But will he up with Discraft? My humble opinion is probably. More than likely. But Drew Gibson, you know, put a little, he had a comment, but it was just a picture of a troll. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people like that. So, yeah. yeah, I think he's just trolling people. with. Oh, he's doing the, what he does best. Yeah, But, I mean, I don't know if. Was he like he's part of foundation, but I don't know if he was ever like officially announced as like a foundation player, right? Uh, or, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, he's an owner. Yeah, he he's is one of the owners, but, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, Robbie C is officially with foundation. I saw that today. Right, right. Which is cool. I yeah. mean, I think he's a great personality to have. Like foundation. Yes, they're competitors. I'm going to throw up air quotes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. But they are doing it right. They're doing everything right. They're grabbing the people they need to grab. You know, they're, you know, and I think they rode some coattails, but they used them very well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. so I can't, I mean, good job. Good job, guys. Um, yeah, so Brody Smith, I would love to see him go somewhere because I think he would be a huge impact. And we talk about the speculation of Simon Lazat. I honestly think Brody Smith might have a bigger impact than Simon. Mm. On a manufacturer. Ooh. Um, depends on the manufacturer. Sure. But I don't know if outside of Innova, I think he'd have a huge impact. Yeah. Like, let's say he went to Prodigy. Like, 
<laughs> I didn't see any Prodigy discs in that. <laughs> no, no. Well, he didn't have the Band-Aids or the gloves. So. <laughs> so, funny story. I'm out playing. I, I'm not, I say I'm not outwardly against Prodigy. Even though I, on this podcast, I say stuff all the time that's funny. So I don't really have a thing against Prodigy. Um, it's just more f- fun, just yeah. like poking at it. We were out playing disc golf with Cam and Joe, myself, and Evan. Mm-hmm. And we were out playing, and um, Cam was throwing some sort of Prodigy. And he's like, oh, my goodness, I don't think I have any skin left on my fingers. Unprovoked, I didn't say anything. And he goes, man, that's a new disc. And I, like, I really think I ripped the tip of my fingers off. <laughs> What? <laughs> it was so funny. And he threw a pro- it was a pro- it was a Prodigy FX3. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just I just I I just started laughing. I just couldn't help it and I go, "See? I told you." You know, he's like and he's like, "I can't see like cuz he was going on and on before I said anything cuz I just wanted to listen to what he was saying. He's like, "Man, I'm going to have to take some sandpaper to that thing when I get home." Like, that is nuts. That hurts so bad. Like, wow. <laughs> but he loves Prodigy. You know, yeah, he'll throw Prodigy. He does. That yeah. is one of those things. So, um all right. So outside of that, I don't know if I have anything else. Oh, did we mention like Paige Shoe? The Paige Shoe said she was going to have an announcement soon. Yeah, she did say news. Yeah. So just what, maybe an hour, an hour and a half ago, two hours, three hours, four hours. Like it was this afternoon at some point. Yeah. And she, she made said, a post saying something's coming soon. Yeah. Sorry and for she being said, quiet. Yeah. Sorry for being quiet. And then it was, uh, we have lots of like something, but like lots was really, um, it was, you know, highlighted or like, Uppercase. What was it? L O T Z? No, it was just L O T S. Is Lot spelled L O T Z? No, it's L O T S. Is it? Yep. Okay. Because, yeah, that's the cast of plat. There's a cast of plasma mold called the Lots. Did but, you but messenger? Then, no, I didn't messenger. But um, then somebody else is like, oh, she's dressed in red and black. And those are typically discraft colors. Okay. So, like, so lots of people are like, oh, because of the Lots, they're like, she's probably going to sign with. Cast class, but people read into the colors of her outfit being discraft. Now, okay. when she had said the unique flight of the disc, I was like, MVP. Right. That's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden, like the Berg. I yeah. Mean, the Berg. I mean, and if she throws the Reco, like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, no, but like the, I mean, the Berg's just one or of those. Or the Rask, sorry. The Rask. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, the Berg is just one of those discs that's mm-hmm. a unique feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has a unique flight. Like, it just dead stops. It's Polecat-ish. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? I, it would be a good grab for Casplast. Yeah. Um, I'm still, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, she is a mystery to me. I, th- I think she's going to do open bag. But when she says the discs, the discs. She keeps keeps talking about getting used to her new discs. Yeah, I don't see the open bag thing anymore. After I've listened to some interviews and things like that, I just don't. I don't get the open bag concept anymore. Like infinite, I don't think is an option anymore. And mm-hmm. I talked about um, uh, another round being. Yeah, you know, starting a team. I don't yep. see that happening either, because she's talking about like RV life, and then that. She's going to be pretty handsomely compensated, like yeah. all these things. Like, okay. So I feel like it has to be a pretty good manufacturer, a decent manufacturer for it. And it that would still be a little shady if she went to Cassaplast. Right, because their discs are being made 64. by 64. <laughs> so interesting thing. 
so, and I think we've mentioned this before, but to kind of also, so that was Bob Bay Venture Capitalist Group about a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, yeah, I just heard that, that news. Yeah. So that's why everything's starting to come together. Yeah. That's why Dismania is there. That's why, you know, all that stuff is coming into that plant and that warehouse. Um, now, everybody's still operating ind- independently, but they're all under that same parent company. Ow. Cass, have they heard that? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> that sucked. Um, they're all under that same parent company. Mm-hmm. So, um I'm excited to see it. Like I, I, I'm just excited to see where she's going to go. I've always been a big fan, and unfortunately, she just won't have a judge, which means she's not going to be as good of a putter. Yeah, mm. well, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, with that said, you know what we should do for the OnlyFans? What's that? I haven't brought it up yet, so I'm going to do it. Okay, I think we should take sexy and seductive pictures. Of judges, oh, I'd subscribe for it. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like go put it on a beach with like a little umbrella next to it, <laughs> and then we could put it. <laughs> you could put it like on the top of a mount with a little coat on it. Yeah, you know, like that type of stuff. Oh, you okay. could put it like, you know, like twerking next to a pole, <laughs> <laughs> like a disc golf pole is what I'm talking. Oh, about. okay. Uh, we like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think those are great ideas. Yeah. Okay. So that's, if you could make that that's happen. That's kind of something funny to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your with your feet picks. Yep. Okay. So random question. Here we go. Okay. If you were a dictator of a small island country, what crazy dictator stuff would you do? Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Never, if never, you had ultimate control. Never if you were like even, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want anybody else on the island. So you'd just be like, get off my island? Maybe. Really? Yeah, I don't know. That's a because yeah, I don't know. Except huh. for the family. Okay. But um so selfish. No. You'd have to have servants. Like you couldn't <laughs> just get rid of everybody. What do you think your family's for? <laughs> oh, oh. I'm just kidding. You just well, start having more kids, yeah. huh? No. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> he, he, he's laughing like he's joking, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy dictator stuff. Yeah. Small island. Mm-hmm. The national sport would be disc golf. Absolutely. Yeah. Good choice. Yes. And like you had to play it. Like you didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to play it. Mm-hmm. And would you be like Kim Jong Il who put up the only perfect golf game? So would you have like ESPN and stuff celebrate your only perfect disc golf oh, game? Absolutely. <laughs> I love how Sports Center always takes time out to celebrate that every year. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, man. I am just super duper getting over the flu a little bit. Yep. So um, I don't mind. Let's see. Four day work, work weeks. Just four day. Four day. Okay. Yeah. I think that everybody would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You'd have to work longer hours, but you'd only have to work four days. Okay. Ten okay. hour day work days. Yeah. And. I don't know. I can't think of anything like super crazy. Hmm. Like, should we have a Hunger Games style tournament every year? <laughs> <laughs> Just volunteers tribute. Yeah. 
and the disc would be made out of razor <laughs> razors. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that Swedish guy at... Uh, we could live out, like, you know how we always talked about, like, bending the rules, and, or not bending the rules, but, like, getting tackled on the disc oh, golf course. contact yeah. disc golf? that kind of thing. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. So I like the national sport of disc golf. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that PE would incorporate disc golf all through the school ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would be required to serve as a disc golf ambassador for at least two years oh, <laughs> for the country. Interesting. So every person yeah. would be. Um, we got to promote the sport, man. Yeah. Like for reals. And then in school, there would be a disc golf design course that would have to go. Um, and then there would be no park that would not have a disc golf course in it. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to, as a city in my country, if you're going to take land and turn it into public land, it better have a disc golf course on it. Yeah. And then you can do it. Um, your taxes <laughs> will go to help the development of disc golf in the country. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it. I, like it. I mean, That's roads, like- things like that, like, yeah. Get to them, but yeah. disc golf courses. <laughs> as long as the roads are good enough to get to the disc golf courses, good to go. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. And I, I, I like the idea of every year having some sort of national tournament like the World Cup, but full contact. Yeah. Like World Cup of disc golf, full contact World Cup of disc golf. And like, depending on where you land, you got to get off the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's for, because we can't, you know, the population can only get so big. Right, this is right? small. Yeah. I get it. So, because these are going to be young people, because we won't have old people. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> sorry to discriminate. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, isn't Wait, always- hold on. Is that excluding us? No, uh, but I'm the dictator. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay, we, make the, we make the owners. <laughs> no, it's kind of like um, was it Eskimos? I don't know if that's even true. Where they send people that are hold off on like icebergs and like you're <laughs> dying. Be like, like, see you guys later. See you, yeah. Grandma. <laughs> How horrible would that be? Like I don't you're know just if that's chilling true. on the ice, like giving deuces to your grandma who's standing there, like with a spear and like this big Protect Eskimo yourself. thing. Yeah, and then it's like polar bear comes and eats you or something. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> That would be funny if that was... No, it, okay. Shh, taking humor out of something? Okay, I'm just going to stop talking because okay. there's no way I can dig myself <laughs> out of this hole. <laughs> so, all right, and then we'll just get to the shop updates again. We have a ton of stuff going in. And when I say thousands of discs, literally thousands of discs will be going and are being populated onto the site as we speak. So every day we get another... 100, 150 discs on the site. Um, Today we had quite a bit of Trilogy go up. We did have some Discraft stuff go up as well, which we'll have a lot of Discraft stuff because we had about 1,300 disc golf, I mean Discraft stuff or Discraft discs go on. Um, We went through and kind of picked out some gems and threw those on the site, uh, Joe and I did. Mm. Um, So, But Joe's been doing the majority of the work on that. Um, And then... Once again, 15% off until Sunday. And then Monday, we'll start a new little one. So I think for the month of January, I'm going to keep doing these little sales just yeah. to kind of expose the discs. And um, so go sign up for our email list. And outside of that, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns for Ben Karowski, 
<laughs> the new member. Let's start him off right. Yeah. We got to get him some some controversy to start off immediately or some maybe hard questions to answer. So if you want to know something about Ben, I don't know, like his flatulation habits. Because <laughs> you know ours. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Anything else, sir? Um, yeah. Uh, rate us. Leave comments, yes. reviews anywhere you can on our uh, for our little podcast we got going on here. Mm-hmm. And it's helping. Every time we say something like this, we get more and more listens. And mm-hmm. we really appreciate it. We really do. Um, it excites us in a good way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were going to say something different? No. Mm-hmm. It's just exciting. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, we will get back to more speculation. Um, keep... An update, we are going out to Vegas. So if you're out there, um, hit us up on one of them because I'm out there. So I'll be out there. We're going to actually, Jordan and I are going to drive out. So we're going to leave on the 13th, Monday. Um, and we're going to drive out because he wants to bring Olive, <laughs> his dog. Oh, nice. So um, I kind of forgot that Jordan had a dog. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. So No, he's been super busy and just doing the dog thing and the yeah. girlfriend thing. And so, um, but with all that being said, we'll be out there. Um, so hit us up if you want to play. And we'll actually be driving through a whole bunch of states on the way down there. So let us know where you're at. Um, I'm sure I'll, we'll be going through Colorado, New Mexico. We're going to do that whole route. Nice. Arizona. So if you let us know, well, no, we won't be going through Arizona. <laughs> that's, that's on the other side of Nevada. True. <laughs> kind of catty corner. So, but we'll be going through all Utah. I think we're going to go through. Oh, cool. So um, hit us up. Let us know, and we'll see if we can make a time to play with you. It'll be Jordan and I. It won't be JP, but I'll carry a picture of JP. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) So with all that said, keep it subpar. And do you have anything else to say? Just again, thank you to everybody that's listened within, if you were down from day one or you just found us within the past couple of weeks, I was Mm going to say years, years. (laughs) weeks, months, whatever it is, um, just a big thank you. Right. Absolutely. So thank you for one year. Happy anniversary. And uh, what about this OnlyFans things? Are you going to make this happen or what? We're You've been teasing us for a I long know. time. I know. I, I have. Um, I haven't been super creative with anything, so it's really hard for me to think of what to put out there. So mm-hmm. if anybody, if there's something, just let me know. What, what would you guys, if we were to do something Patreon-esque or something along those lines, because we've had an idea of getting some kind of merch or something at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, just let us know if that's cool or if it's like getting episodes early or whatever it is. Just mm-hmm. give us ideas of what we can do and maybe we can make it happen. What about feet pics? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that's all part of it. And then I'll get you the twerking discs pics. Yeah. By the pole. <laughs> <laughs> Little thong on a judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would feel really weird buying one of those if I had to go into Target and buy a little thong <laughs> for a disc golf. How about this? If we do the Patreon and within the first, if we do this and within the first month we get up to, I'm going to set the bar low, 20 subscribers Okay. at whatever price. We'll figure it out. So remember this. <laughs> I will go and buy a small thong and put it on a disc in Target. (laughs) And we'll film it. (laughs) Just so you know, I'm a large 40-year-old bald man. (laughs) (laughs) 
So keep us up par. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>